Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 93.7 The Fan live from Pirates Fest 2020 at PNC Park. Chris Mack of The Fan Morning Show with you. Pleased to be joined by the voice of the Pirates, Greg Brown. Brownie, how you doing, man? Chris, what happened to the crowd? I noticed it was easy for me to get to this tape. When I first walked in here about 20 minutes ago, I couldn't even see you. Well, Josh Bell was here. Oh, that's see, what it was. So, yeah, oh, okay. and then the crowd quickly dispersed. <laughs> it was like, it was like ch- when they used to chase the Beatles down the yes, street. Yes, that's exactly so, Josh right. Bell leaves, and they just chase that's him down exactly the hall. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's great to see you again. How has your off-season been so far? It's flying. It's flying. It's it been is. a lot of fun, too. I've, re- I've enjoyed it. I've, I've had my respite, and I'm about ready to yep. go. I'm starting well, to chop at the bit a little bit. We'll be back in Bradenton in a few weeks. Yeah. You guys going to go down there? Yeah, we, uh, the morning show, we will be down there in the middle of March. Just you. You're going to leave Dunlap up here, right? <laughs> no, Uh-oh. no. We take Colin with okay, us. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we'll That's be good. down That's there. Right. The week of St. Patrick's Day, which cool. will be nice. Oh, it's good for Colin, for certain. Yeah, and you. Sir, yeah, so uh, three or four home games that week, too, including nice. a night game, I think. A lot more night games at LeeCom this year. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to seeing baseball again. Uh, just in, in talking with Josh a couple minutes ago, Josh Bell, and for those of you that missed it, you can always use the Rewind feature on your Radio.com app or just download the podcast. Uh, Matt Harkins, our producer, hard at work back in the studio putting those uh, podcasted interviews up right now at 93.7thefan.com. He is insistent, Josh is, that given the way they hit the ball at their peak last year and given the fact that they'll be getting a, a healthy, a fully healthy Gregory Polanco back, in the middle of this order, he really believes they can again uh, be what they were, which was at times last year the best offense on paper in the National League. I love the optimism, enthusiasm. I guess this time of year, most teams have that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, for me, I, I'm cautiously optimistic, maybe underscore cautious uh, mm-hmm. with with Gregory, uh, because I, I fell into a trap because I, I thought that last year, after the surgery and and when he came back, he was ready to go. And when he first started out, he came out guns a blazing and uh, struggled and then shut it down. So uh, my fingers are crossed that he will be healthy and ready to go uh, because he is obviously is a huge part of the offense, as is Josh Bell and Frazier and the rest. Um, and the other thing, too, is, you know, we've, we've talked so many times about Chris that uh, it, uh, I want to see how they get their, their pitching straightened out, too, because that's so critical. I'm glad you mentioned that because the majority of the day, you know, I had – the left side of the infield on, Colin Moran and Kevin Newman, so talking a lot about offense with those two and glove work as well, but then Josh Bell. and it, it, Haven't really had time to talk about the pitching staff and just um, the, the, the number of question marks yeah. uh, there. Uh, you know, Can Trevor get back to what he was two years ago? Uh, can Joe Musgrove continue to be a workhorse? I mean, that's a lot of innings he ate up last year. Does that affect him coming into this year? Do we see growth from Mitch Keller that I think so many people are impatient for? Uh, and does Chris Archer look like Chris Archer again? Mm. Do we ever hit that point with him? So the the multitude of questions in the rotation, uh, and then it's just you're excited, I think, to get arms like Santana and Cool back, but the question of how they'll fit in. Um, so I'm glad you brought up pitching because obviously haven't had a chance to talk about it yet this afternoon, and that was the biggest stumbling block last year. 
And uh, who knows what the the new regime will be like. I mean, maybe you know, sometimes uh, they get messages across better than than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you see it often when trades are made. Change of scenery trades where, where guys just take off after the change of scenery. And to a degree, that's kind of what this is going to be for all the players, for all of us. It's a, it's a, it's a change. Um, I, I will say I've already read and felt and heard some things. And I always use this disclaimer now, Chris. I have to do this. Right. This is with no disrespect to who was here previously. Again, that's the disclaimer. Sure. But I like the feel around here. I feel like... Uh, I've said to people, you know, this team may lose 90 games. I don't know. They may win 90, but I know this is going to be as much fun as I've had broadcasting this team and watching this team play in a long time. I just know it. Um, I loved what Josh said and uh, quoted the other day. It's subtle. Uh, He said something like, this doesn't look like we're going to have any of the eyewash. Hmm. That we've had. That was a direct quote. He used that word. I, I, right. And again, no disrespect. Right. Uh, I also read something today or yesterday about um, the fact that there's not going to be. Derek Shelton has said we're not just going to have meetings to have meetings. There were a ton of meetings the last few years. Hmm. That's a fact. Uh, it. I, I was, to be honest with you, stunned uh, that over the last well, many years, during the season. Um, now I'll have to take this back if this happens again, because maybe this is standard in baseball, and, and I'm old school, but it didn't make much sense to me that during the season, the manager and players individually, and you were there, mm-hmm. would be taking up hours before a ball game to talk about next season. Yeah. Now, I couldn't say that then, but I can say it now. Does that make sense to you? No. You're trying to go out and win a game in 2019? And you're meeting with the manager about 2020. Yeah. About things you have to do. Like, a I felt like saying. A month and a half left. Well, like yeah. that, but there are games to be played here. Yeah. What are you. You're talking about. We're, we're, we're meeting with guys to determine what has to be done for them to improve in 2020 while 2019 is going on. It felt like a lot of people. And I, and I got this sense from my conversation with Josh Bell just a moment ago that a lot of people, uh, when they collapsed the way they did in the second half, had sort of cashed out on 2019 and we're just waiting for the end of the year to get here and that it was almost a, a relief for some people when the end came um, and I don't know maybe that's indicative of that 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 two that 2019 had been given up on maybe too early even though mathematically you may not be in it anymore that you still want to go out there and win as many ball games as you can to your point again I may regret saying this now but I, I will because it wasn't just 2019 yeah. so for my money I'm sorry there were times when the last couple Plus years, I felt like, and again, I'm not blaming anybody in particular. It's just the atmosphere was guys cashed out, and I thought it was, I, I, it surprised me. It really did. So if, if it, I guess we'll put it this way, if a reengagement uh, of sorts uh, from some people buys them uh, a few extra wins this year, where did the rest come from? I mean, they're not as bad as the 69-win team that they put on paper last year, I don't think, although a lot of people will say, well, that's the result, that's what they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, where, where do the improvements come from this year, in, in your mind? Where do you see them coming from? Well, I guess, you know, the, 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 obviously the pitching, the, the bullpen turned out to be kind of a, a, a 
uh, I thought it was going to be a strength. I, I guess you know you could say that I'm not I'm not relying personally on Chad Cole being a strong member of the starting rotation because I think history shows that Tommy John guys don't just step into the rotation and perform well. Mm-hmm. I do think Tommy John guys do gradually get back into the rotation, but by doing that, they go and help out the bullpen. Um, you know, I think that just the whole game plan is going to be different uh, from from. Travis Williams to Ben Charrington to Derek Shelton to the new coaching staff. Uh, and by the way, a lot of my friends are no longer with this organization. So uh, 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 I'm going to keep saying that, uh, that disclaimer. But um, I think maybe this, there's a, there is a different message. And there's something to the fact that for a long time they played really good baseball. That offense was high-powered mm-hmm. uh, for that first half of the season. And something went awry, not just in the offensive department, the, the pitching staff. Um, I, I like the fact, I think the base running will be different. I think there's going to be more of, um, uh, less of the, of the meetings, and, and I'll use Josh's words, eyewash, and more of things that, that really count. Glenn Sherlock was talking the other day at, a, at an event I was at, uh, a caravan event in, uh, in Indiana, and he talked about how, oh, and Donnie Kelly, mm. who I think is a huge addition yeah. as the bench coach, because he gets it, that, that, when you go out, like during batting practice, he was asked this yesterday by a Point Park baseball player about what, what keys are to success in so many words. And he talked, oh, oh, and especially if you play other positions. And Donnie Kelly mentioned, you know, during batting practice, just don't go through the motions. Right. Like, make it count. If you're out there, like, shag some fly balls, make it count. And, and, and uh, maybe uh, in the middle of March, I'll be saying to myself, well, I guess... Things really are just are standard this way in baseball. But for a long time, John Weiner has talked about this uh, with me that when he during batting practice, you know, you, the guys will, will take their first round and then they'll they'll run the bases and and, yeah. and supposed to do things where take leads and get jumps on and they don't really care. But John talked about how the, what made him a good base runner was that kind of thing, the attention to detail, and even during batting practice to care, mm-hmm. and don't just flippantly, you know, take a little bit of a lead. Okay, fly Draw ball, and go, you know, yeah. yeah, make it count. And I'm and I'm hopeful. My fingers are crossed that those little things and the communication now between the manager and the players will be different. To know when, not based on. The Golden State Warriors, because I guess we did that a few years ago. We checked right. on what the Golden State Warriors did. <laughs> I mean, what to, to see how when they, they needed rest to start? Right. You don't need. You know when you know a guy needs rest when he's tired. When the manager goes up to him and says, "Hey, I, I noticed you know you got a little slow out of the box." You're saying, well, you know I could use a blow actually. Yeah. So you know, don't worry about. It. I'll take care of you. Right. I'll, I'll, you'll have off tomorrow. I'll take care. I'll tell the media what we're. Doing. That's what you do, and, yeah. and that's why I, I see. Derek Shelton as that kind of a guy, like a Leland type. Right. Uh, again, that's well, my hope. Well, no, and those that comparisons have already been made stuff, by some people. All that stuff for me adds up to maybe it's just a game or two a month, but then that, that over a long season, that can be a huge difference. Greg Brown, the voice of the Pirates with us here on 93.7 The Fan. We're live from Pirates Fest and Brownie. I'm glad you mentioned the name Jim Leland, not just in, you know, and you're not the only one to make those comparisons to Derek Shelton, but... Uh, the unveil of the New Jerseys yesterday. As a kid who grew up in Pittsburgh in the 80s and early 90s, that was instant like throwback to Barry Bonds on the cover of Sports Illustrated, Andy Van Slyke diving across the turf, the, the, the Pittsburgh script, grays especially, and I like the black ones. Those are really, I really like those. But that instant flashback to when I remember a ball club that, and think of the, 
doldrums of the 80s and all the things that went on during the 80s, sort of from the end of Dave Parker's tenure all the way up through, you know, 86, I remember being a kid who his first ball game was 1986 and, you know, and then coming to probably 20 ball games in 87 when you were the PA announcer and watching the growth of that team, Bonds, Bonilla, Drabeck, Smiley, Van Slake, the Tony Pena trade, and crying about it at first, and then being excited about it because <laughs> of the guys that were at it. Typical fan. Yes. Your t- <laughs> yes. But at the, to, and again, it's just an emotional trigger went in me when I saw that that gray Pittsburgh with the script Pittsburgh across the front. I don't know if it takes you back to that time as well, but you've been involved with the organization for 40 years now, in so, in one way or another. 35 of the last 40 years, anyway. Um, the, that was just, it, it was really cool to see. Well, I, and, I, and I heard that, and frankly, for, for me, actually, I was, I was in Buffalo during that, that stretch of, of right, winning teams, right. so, um, but, but I've heard that from others, and, and I think that's cool. And I, I, the reaction, uh, what we unveiled it yesterday, and I was in the clubhouse before the media got in there, and, and Joe Musgrove was walking around, and I said, tell me the truth. He goes, I think they're cool. Yeah. So I like that, that the players and the fans think that the uniform is cool. I think that's important, um, and I like the fact that it is a throwback to the winning years of the early 90s, and to your point, that that takes you back to that time. I think that's uh, that's really neat, and I, I like the fact, too, that, that when we're on TV in St. Louis or San Diego or Chicago, or, mm-hmm. that that Pittsburgh is there. I think right. that, that's really cool, too. That's what I like a lot. Well, Brownie, I'll let you run. Uh, we can't wait to catch up with you down in Bradenton in a few weeks. Look forward to it, man. We'll have a... a, a Water or two. A green water or yes. two on St. Patrick's Day, maybe. Can we get uh, Colin out? I think we'll, I think we could pull that okay. off. Okay, all right. Let's maybe. do it, man. As long as he gets home and gets to sleep by like 7 o'clock. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. He's on, he's on that old man schedule with the morning show. So, Brownie, thanks, thanks so man. much. Thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it. Greg thanks Brown, for being voice here, of the Pirates. Man. Thank you, guys. Here with us at Pirates Fest 2020. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.